Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading John chapter 20 for Friday, April 29th. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. John chapter 20. So this chapter 
describes the events of Jesus' tomb being empty, the two women finding it empty, and telling the other disciples Jesus walking into a locked room twice, and Jesus giving the Holy Spirit to his disciples, and giving them authority to forgive sins, or not to forgive sins of people. That confuses me, because I don't, I don't understand how, before Jesus came, and when Jesus did come, it was a, it was a big deal that Jesus said that someone's sins were forgiven. The Pharisees said, you know, who can forgive sins but God alone? And then when Jesus gives the authority to forgive sins to his disciples, they really have the authority of God. I just don't understand how, how that works, how a person can give, forgive sins. I, I, I can read that Jesus says that he um, is giving the, this authority to his disciples, but I don't, I don't know how that translates to what we're doing today in the church. I guess if, if someone's repenting and we're telling them that they're forgiven, they're forgiven. It doesn't have to be up for debate. You know, does that translate to all of us who follow Jesus today? Can we forgive sins or, or not forgive sins? It seems like the um, forgiveness of sins is a little easier to swallow than the, the not forgiving of sins. Because that sounds like, like judgment. Anyways, it gets me thinking. Hope you're thinking too. Thank you for listening to The Voice.